Welcome to Vintage Burn. We're going to talk metal. This is Kev. Marco. Doug. And? Duncan. All right. A little soy boy. A little maple syrup soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're never going to let that go, are you? So we thought we would... Uh, some sugar. We okay. thought we'd talk about, you know, concept albums. Uh, that's something we haven't really touched on yet. So we're just going to talk about some random rock metal concept albums that we all love. And I think uh, we'll let Marco start it off. Yeah, man. Uh, so in Lou, uh, we're actually all... Go- uh, well, not all of us. It was supposed to be all of us, but one of them, one of us backed out. Uh, going to King Diamond, I actually thought of this idea. Let's just talk about concept albums. Yep. Uh, and even though mine is not going to be King Diamond, he uh, obviously is a big participator of concept albums because since just about every one of his albums is concept, I want to talk about Seven Son of a Seven Son a little bit. Because I know it's something we can all relate to. We all love that record, right? Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. Everybody here. We're oh, all big Maiden fans. Best, best Maiden record. To Duncan. To Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it your seventh son? Why? I gotta, I gotta ask you, why seventh son out of all of the... I don't know. It's just... He's a moonshot. The, the... <laughs> just the overall vibe. That's a good one. Yeah. I just think the overall vibe of it. Seven Duncan uh, Just like, there's not a song on that album I could skip. Like just listening to it, it from front and to for back, the time, I can't skip. and I for the skip. time, and the way they added synth into it, I, I'll agree. Oh, like, yeah. man, they got some sick like synth in there, and you're mm-hmm. like, for a metal band, they're pretty much the only ones at the time that could add it, and not make it sound awful. Yeah, yeah, so, man. And so basically, the whole story behind the record was is uh, Steve Harris actually didn't really have any ideas on like what their record was going to be, and then he ran into and he read Orson Welles' Seventh Son. Makes and, sense. And it was their seventh record. So we decided, hey, let's do a concept based on this. And basically, you know, he read the story, a mythical figure that was supposed to have all these parano- paranormal gifts, like Second Sight and what have you. And it was more first, yeah, just a good title. But then, you know, he decided to actually do the story based on the seventh son of a seventh son. Which I'd have to look more for, you know, into it. Honestly, um, with all the prep that I did with, uh, the movie part <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn, I didn't have enough time to really, really look into like every detail on this record. But basically, man, it's just been such a great record. I fucking love that record since I was a little kid. And I really don't really have much more to say about it. If anybody else wants to elaborate anything, you know. No, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, the artwork, too, is just, oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. Can't go wrong with an Iron Maiden album cover, really. For the most part. Well, yeah. except for uh, Dance of Death. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we don't yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. that was, well, that it's was not a concept bad. album, but you're right. Still, though. you're right. It's a pretty bad. It's album. a bad, album bad record. Yeah. Uh, it also wasn't commissioned by um, fuck. I know his first name, Derek. Uh, the guy who basically he did the first. Um, he did it, like everything. Seven or Derek, eight records, Derek, Derek, Derek. and well, then uh, yeah. Um, shit. Uh, this is blasphemy. Yeah, you know what's funny is we've talked about it before. He he when we did our album actually, covers. He, I mean, he created the character of uh, Eddie. I mean, I, I know the concept came up from Steve Harris, and they had it originally as a as a banner, and they actually had it as a piece of art. Uh, but he's the one that came up with the ar- ar- actual character. Derek Riggs. Derek thank Riggs. You, thank you. Thank, thank you. Yeah. That cover from Derek Riggs is 
just beautiful. And like you do it in the landscape when you unfold everything, it's just fucking mm-hmm. sick. And but Derek Ribs up uh, Riggs up until that time was like perfect, man. Like yeah. Every record was just well, and then after that, somewhere I, in time was phenomenal. I think even no prayer. Yeah. Really great, great oh, yeah. fucking record. You know, I think cover. in the '90s they stopped using him, and they started to just have people who basically let's they copied Derek Riggs. That's all they did. They were like, yeah, yeah we're Derek Riggs fans, and I'm gonna basically do the same shit he did. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Um, so anyway, I love the Fear of the Dark album cover. It's not Riggs though. It's not Riggs? Nope. Yeah. Not Riggs. It makes sense. It it's doesn't really Riggs. look like Riggs, but it is a great um, album cover. Uh, neither is, uh, well, the album prior. So, um, what, No Prayer wasn't Riggs? Uh, no Prayer is, n- I don't think it's Riggs. It might be. Maybe No Prayer is where he stopped. Yeah, I think he did No, no prayer, prayer, yeah. No Prayer might be where he cut it off, but I know for a fact Fear of the Dark is not Riggs. Hmm. This is like we're going into artwork rather than album cover. But, <laughs> but still, this is the whole point. We like metal is we can fucking segue into a bunch of different shit. So right. that's how we roll. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna talk about. Um, I'm gonna. One of my favorite concept albums. Um, that's unknown. It's a band that um, they're back together. They took a hiatus. Uh, they now have a female singer in place of the the first three male singers that they had is a band called Into Eternity from Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, They are a death metal band. I mean, mean, I'd classify them as like, you know, in the vein of death, they're technical death metal in some ways. It depends on what type of technical death metal you want to listen to. If you want melodic technical death, then Into Eternity is more in the vein of like, you know, like older death. That's just, that's how I classify them. Um, They had an album. It was actually their fifth full length studio album. Uh, it's called The Incurable Tragedy. It's um, Tim Roth's uh, encounter with, I believe it's it's one of his parents' deaths in, in cancer. So it's a really deep, brutal album um, about loss and about cancer. And it's either, actually, it's either Tim or it was Stu Block who sings now for uh, Iced Earth. So um, it was- it, it's either one of their parents, but it's about dealing with family cancer and and um you know terminal illness period it's pretty deep and brutal i love the album just because it's real it's someone's life story um and it's a fucking great metal record so that's that's my choice L- little fun fact me and kevin saw him on that tour when into eternity was touring that and, with iced earth and iced earth was the headliner uh, they had just come out with Barlow was back in the band. That was one of the only times I think we saw yes. him with Barlow. It was back when he, like, like Crucible of Man. Uh, it, it was. It was what, Crucible of Man. One of the garbage records. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of those. <laughs> it, was, it was Crucible of Man. It, it was, was, right? It was the Crucible did, Man record. It, it was a great tour, too. Of course, Kevin was, like, hammered once we go home halfway through Ice Earth because you got there so early because you were coming from, I think, New Hampshire at the time. I think you just moved up to New Hampshire. Maybe. I don't so know. you got there super early, and I couldn't get out of work, so I showed up later, but... They did um, some shit off the Glorious Bird. They did like High Watermark, I think, um, and another one off. Yeah, dude. Sad. And that it was. I mean, I wish you had known that I could have grabbed your face and been like, that sounds, "We might never see Barlow again." You know, that sounds like it would have been a good show. Yeah, yeah. If you were there, uh, <laughs> mentally, you were there physically. Damn, dude, that blows. But you I wonder. What? I wonder if that's a tour that John Schaefer and Stu Block kind of became bum chums and said, "Hey, buddy." Why oh yeah, obviously and, he was like, know. he's like, I know Barlow. He's like, I don't know, man. After this record, I don't think it's gonna last. Yeah, yeah so that's two shows that Kevin got hammered doesn't remember. Why? Right, what's the other one? Iron Maiden. <laughs> Dude, I don't. But There's, honestly, think about it. We, I, at least for me, I went to Trillium way too early. I got there when I opened with Ben, 
And I mean, I sat there all day, and then I brought back all of those bombers, and we just in the parking lot, and it was hot. Oh, we were drinking as fuck. Yeah, it was like hundred something degrees. That was the time you're dehydrated and you're drinking. After the opener, I went. I went. We. I watched Ghost. I know you guys were not interested. I watched Ghost. I got up. I'm like, I just got to take a piss. I go down. I take a piss all the way at the front entrance, and then for the first time in my life, I walked out of the men's room, and I finally was like, I have no idea where I am. I literally was so scared. I'm like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where my seat is. And I walked out. And I just remember going seat to seat and people being like, you're not, this isn't your seat. Like my husband's sitting here or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, it's a little too close. I don't know. I just kept working my way up back to my seat. And I finally had to ask somebody to show me. It's bad. Kevin needed subtitles to... The only thing I remember about Maiden, was it two summers ago? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Souls. The only thing I remember about that is, aside from the really scattered video I took, it was like random shots of just random things I had. But it was just fucking Dickinson's voice going, Yeah, they were having some... The whole time, like, cutting out, I'm like, this sucks. They were definitely having technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. that was actually, you know, it's funny. Great it's... show, but it, it mm. kept happening the old fucking time. Oh, no. I was in Gaga of that show. It no, it was my like my least favorite. Even, same, same even oh, I was just about to say, even over the, when they, they came out with The Matters of Life oh, and Death, yeah. and they played it in its entirety, I even thought it was a worse show than that one. Wow. Yeah, that one was Come pretty, on, but... boss! <laughs> Dude, it, it was a Tuesday night, and knowing nowadays I have no excuse because with Setlist FM, you can see what they're going to play. I knew they were playing six eight-minute songs off fucking Book of Souls. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. It's about the party. But then I'm like, wait, it's a Tuesday night. I'm like, it, it just, yeah. like, the vibe wasn't there. When they it, like when they play a uh, couple years when they played the same venue, it was killer because it was like a Friday night. Dude, and, like The best show, obviously, is when with their reunion with Dickinson. What the back in oh wow the Brave know. New World Fest days with Brave New World no no that was no, the that, early that days was, yeah that was I went that was actually my first main show that was the early days tour where they wait did that just, was your first main show no yeah where no, they did nothing off okay, their first okay. three albums early days but when did they do then I saw them also for their when they when they Brave did, New World Brave that New they World did in two thousand one I remember seeing that at um yeah. but the early days was that was my first main show. And it was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, your dig coin. I don't know. Oh, you're Wait, just making so, a bunch of bad So that noise. was your, both your first maiden show. My first show days? was the early days Ozfest. Yeah, that was my Shit. early. Mm-hmm. That was my first show. The, oh. the first time I saw him, I think it was all of fifteen. It was Dio, Motorhead, and Iron Maiden. They well, nobody the, asked you. They played, I, but I'm gonna fucking tell you. <laughs> Fucking cock. They they, pl- they played at uh, DCU. <laughs> I saw Dio. Yeah. And man. Well, I got to see Dio at, with Heaven and Hell, which was cool. You also told me you were going to give me a free ticket to come with you guys to see Judas Priest. It was a, I, I think it was from the Ozfest ticket. You bring your ticket from. That, that was when I saw uh, Maiden do Brave New World. Yeah, because but like, hey, come with me. We're gonna we're, we're gonna go see Megadeth and in um, Judas Priest, and I was like, yeah, for the price of free ninety nine. I was like, no man, you know I'm <laughs> free really 99. free ninety nine. Right now I'm really digging this band called Seven Dust and Godsmack. Oh, you poor thing. I tried, I tried, I tried. I tried me been like, you will regret this. <laughs> yeah. hey, you will I'm, regret I'm, this. Pretty sure I did. I did smack you around. Yeah. Here Have you listened to Insomnium yet? You fuck. You suck. Well, you haven't heard Insomnium? In 10 years, when, you, when no, you're when you really did. in Insomnium, I did. I did. you didn't like it? No, I do. I, I oh. enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we'll talk oh, about it in 10 years when you're your number one band. Yeah, I know. He's like, dude, Insomnium is my favorite band ever. Yeah. No. Well, Happened with the fucking Opeth and Death. Them, and I agree with you. However, we're here to talk about concept albums. All right, let me let me dive into mine. 
So let's talk so, about your conceptual albums. I went with the theme of 1996 because uh, our last podcast uh, from Dust to Dawn also came out in 96. Wow. See, see what I did there? Always thinking. Yeah. So it's uh, Ice Earth's 1996 effort, uh, The Dark Saga. Ooh. And as we know, uh, it's a power thrash album. Dips into uh, yeah. Todd McFarlane's uh, Spawn character. Yeah. So the whole album's a concept on, I, I would say, the earlier Spawn earlier spawn story oh, but oh i love you oh well, i love you <laughs> the great uh, album man. even todd mcfarland he wasn't on board at first and he finally hopped on board he actually did the cover which is probably one of my favorite ice <sighs> covers see i did not know that yeah. that's awesome man that's a great fact yeah i did not know did, that was not on board and it's a relatively short album too it's only 43 minutes and change you know, most albums you think are at least an hour, you know? It's really funny that he would I listen to hardcore, so I'm used to like 18 minute records. Right. <laughs> no, like, like 40... It ain't no sheer terror, like, we have the whole. <laughs> 42 minutes seems like a lengthy uh, release for me. Yeah, but I mean, for a concept album, I think, like, what's Abigail run? Any idea off the top of your head? Uh, like 40, 50. Four, minutes. For, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's so is that just though. average then? Yeah, it's average. Yeah, I mean, if you do a bunch of three, four minute songs, I mean, that's what they basically I'm did. Just, but I mean, I'm just used to Ice Earth where they had that one, like, 18 minutes on yeah, it takes the epic, half, that, yeah, sure. half that 43 sure. duration like uh, Dati's Inferno on Burn Offerings I yeah. gotcha I gotcha so, but yeah uh, I mean it's it's a great I'm sure most people out there have heard it but it's just great from front to back uh, it, Agreed. it gives the whole story you got your ups your downs then a question to heaven it ends with and yeah. it just leaves you with that fucking boner which is still one of my favorite fucking songs yeah. and uh, just so you know Abigail is 40 minutes and 16 seconds really long. okay so it's oh, even so, shorter okay. right it's even shorter wow. yeah shit Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess you would think it's longer. It's I not. guess it's you, you. You would think that they would, especially me. What's the What's the glorious burden? What's the glorious burden? I know that's not. Oh, a that's fucking album, long, but. man. Um, give me a second. Just keep talking. I'll but, get it for you. But yeah, it, it's just it's very well done. Um, I love Todd McFarlane's um album Art. cover. Oh artwork. yeah, the artwork's great in that album. Uh, and Holy for, shit! And for '96 too. I mean, think about what was going on in '96. It was not it was a lot of the shit that I was listening to. Yeah, a lot of flaw, a lot of disturbed. It was bad. Yeah, the glorious burden is 78 minutes and 47 yeah. seconds, well, but it also has epic. like three 10 minute songs. It's got right? yeah. It's Don't got forget the, the, the '90s. Burn. The '90s was when like Attila. mainstream. What's it? Huh? <clears throat> Nothing. Go ahead. Tourette's. Attila. Attila. Oh, What's Attila? I know the song. That's what I'm talking about. Attila. Yeah. It's the best song ever. Oh, okay. oh, oh. You didn't say best song ever. You just blurted out Attila. <laughs> no, you were, you talk about the Glorious Burn, so I figured you'd pick up on it. I, I know Attila. that, but I, you said there's three time songs that said the Gettysburg, and then all of a sudden I was like, Attila! Because Attila's the best song ever. It is, yeah, I agree. It's the, I best, it. it's the best Ripper era Iced Earth song. In it's the best Ripper age. song ever. I agree. Oh, Wait. I would say so, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Ripper's a dick now. We're sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. He's really conservative. You guys said something about there being a really good Ripper. Uh, Ice Durst era. I just don't understand that. There's no such thing. The Glorious Burden? Glorious Burden. You, love the Glorious you like that Burden. Yeah, it's that good album record. exists, right. but they're still trying to figure out if there was a vocalist. They never actually <laughs> recorded that album in the studio. <laughs> they recorded with with uh, Barlow, too, but we've never no, heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're actually talking about Kelly Ripper. Dude, Ripper yeah, Kelly Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> just to make the distinction. Good morning, America. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch my morning show, I'll show you all the world. It's me, 
and Philbin, it's oh the Raccoon. Yeah, honestly, right. I would have loved to hear the Glorious Burden. I wonder if there's... A, a good vocalist. There's got to be some snippets somewhere that leaked over the edge. I could never find them, but I'd love to dude, hear the those River, songs. I with... never, never... I tried even to listen it's to hard, the Judas Priest it's shit. Hard, it no, it sucks. fucking difficult, man. It's hard, man. Barlow makes my ring ding, and, and it's tough. I, and I love the fact that the dude... I mean, he was in an awesome... Dude, you've got... Um, Winter's Bane was pretty good. I didn't mind Winter's Bane. That like one Heart of a Killer? Oh, Hagen! Yeah, yeah Heart still, of a Killer. Right? A lot of people like Chard Walls and Dams, too. I don't, I, even though Christie's in Chard Walls and the Dams, still tough Dude, for Dude, Chard Walls is sick, yeah. but I like the it. vocals. I'm with you. Do the Musically, vocals? Do you like the vocals? I don't mind the vocals all that much. But just that's because you're a musician and you're so concentrated on how good the music is, you're like, yeah. you do what I do. You're like, Fuck man, this is great. And then you, all of a sudden you come back to reality, like you you're you're like have an outer body experience, and then you come back and you're like, oh, what is that? Who is that singing? Yeah, who's that's, that old lady wailing? That's kind of like how I felt about the new Machine Head song. Oh yeah, we don't we won't go <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that. Uh, just Machine Head, yeah. yeah. Did you did you know Duncan's father I, is Richard Christie? It's Duncan <laughs> Christie. I see it. I see it. I wish I Richard that. Christie was my dad. I know, dude. Seriously, but you but did also throw baloney at strippers' asses on but Power it's, Stone. It, but it's true. <laughs> Remember that clip. <laughs> but dude, it's true. Like musically, I can remove myself, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, if I want to really, really enjoy the whole, I thing, could remove the Ripper and really, really enjoy it. I know. I know. <laughs> He's just too much all the time. Speaking of a concept yeah, album, no. you just said it, Winter's Bane. When, yeah, Heart of a Killer is a Dude, great Heart album. of a Killer, for those of you who have never, even though we've just shit on Ripper for the last, <laughs> like, ten minutes, <laughs> that's actually a really good record uh, for any musicians out there that, like, want a good record they haven't listened to. Um, and, I mean, it's influential. It is. It's a good record. It's a good record. Yeah. I, I enjoy that one. I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy that one as a Ripper album. So, all right. Duncan. Well, the, the <clears throat> excuse me, the, the album that I chose for this is uh, from Mars is Serious by Gojira, which came out in 2005, and I think it, it runs just a little over an hour. Okay. Um, reason why I chose this was pretty much because this album was my introduction to the band back when I was like 14. I was watching Headbangers Ball for on MTV2 back in, uh, what was it, 06, I think, 06 or 07, and I heard the song uh, It's a Serious and I was kind of blown away by how heavy they sounded, even though they just they added also a like a lot of grooves. Um, I'm kind of reading this thing off Reddit, where it's like the the general concept of it from actually it was said by Joe Duplantier, the vocalist and guitar player. I'm I'm sure I'm butchering his last name, but Duplantier. That's all right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's French. French. I, I don't speak French at all. Yeah. But he's like he apparently someone said that he said in some cultures Mars symbolizes war and serious. Uh, symbolizes peace so it's kind of simplifying the concept a bit uh journey of like state of war kind of thing um also i just really like the musicianship overall in this album especially well me being a drummer mario being the absolute beast that he is um kind of wanted me it was kind of part of the reason why I wanted to push my drumming limits was when I was listening to that because I was just like, damn, that shit is just so sick. And just like the heaviest matter of the universe, just the way that starts out. It's now, just like. Let me tell you one thing about this Gojira record, man. Yeah. I, I never really gave Gojira the time of day until I heard this record. Mm. 
This record's fucking phenomenal, it's man. It's Flying Whale, or is that later? It's Flying Whales. Okay. That's, yeah, that's on my Dude, album. that's a great fucking song, man. That's, I mean, but it has a long introduction to it, but once it gets into it, it it's just, a fantastic song. It, 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 it gets you straight in the balls. Um, but, dude, I, I'll play a little bit after. Was the album really that broke them, too? Oh, I oh, think so, yeah. Was. yeah. I would say so, yeah. I mean, uh, dude, like, from the heaviest matter of the universe, you, which you already mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, really got me into that fucking record. Also, like, Backbone. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, dude. The whole record's phenomenal. Every, um, from front to back. And I don't think they've matched it. I think they've been good since, but that's like their pinnacle. I think, well, that's I think their, like, um, The Way of All Flesh was kind of close, but no yeah. cigar. But, I mean, I just think this record, you know, I think if you talk to like 90, per, you know, probably 100 Gojira fans, I think 75 will say this is their favorite record. Oh, by far. Or maybe even more. And, um, you know, obviously they're into like fucking... You know, saving whales and planets and yeah, you know, they're very the environment. Yeah, they're, they're very environmentally, they, animally, whatever. Fuck yeah, they're really they're, whatever. Man. They're 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 really uh, they're yeah. really into saving the environment. Right. They really care. Uh, but this dude, I'm telling you guys, I know you guys, uh, Doug and Kevin. I don't know about you, Kevin. Actually, no, but I, I, know I like I like Gojira, but I I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I haven't dived deep enough into yeah. their catalog. Um, to like to give a shit, but, but I, I honestly, I, I have all of their albums. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I, do. I have all Dude, their albums. But listen I, to that one record, man. And I'm oh, it's a you, great, it's a great album. You will it's fucking just, dive, yeah. and it's just such but a it, good. But that record. is the album because everyone's always resorting to everything post this record, and a lot of the hardcore fans, this is like the album that made them what they are. What they are. Yeah. Sure. And I agree with that. I mean, it's a phenomenal record. I showed you one of the songs actually, Doug. At your house, and yeah. you're like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." This is Gojira. Hey, you know what, Doug? We're just gonna talk about Gojira ten years from now, and they're your favorite band. No, oh! <laughs> and and honestly, I, from knowing Doug, I don't ever believe Gojira will be his favorite band. No, and, and no, they're no. not my favorite either. Doug's but... gonna be like, "Hey, there's this band that just started in a nightclub. It's dark, dingy, and it smelt like fucking toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta check them out, man. What are they? They're like thrash death." It smelled like 42 male ball bags. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 40. Sweaty ass ball bags. Because that's oh, what most of the shows smell like. So, two quick <laughs> things. I just want to thank Duncan for They're called us. 1692. <laughs> 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 we do got a 1349. And we got, what's yeah. the other one? Uh, there's another one with the numbers, too. This thing about war. Do you know that one? What? 1914? 1914. Yeah, they're playing Girl yeah. Assault. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1914. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One of by land. Two what if by sea? Yeah. What if by land? Two if by four? Two, two of by four. four. That, no, that was it. Was an old um, who was that? Uh, Jim Duggan. Anyway, hacksaw. Hacksaw. Yeah, right. so that was a good one. All right, so what if by land? Two if by four. <laughs> two if by four. So two quick Whoa. things, Duncan. Thank you for joining us on My the pleasure. concept album. And secondly, I said one last. Who is the cutest member? Would you say of Gojira? If you <laughs> like, gun, <laughs> your, gun, gun your head. No one's listening. I'll um, give you mine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think he's the fucking definitely the singer dude. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Is he a heartthrob? Is he, he can a, be. Is he a cockthrob though? I don't know. Have you seen their bassist? <laughs> oh, he's have awesome. Have you seen how he moves on stage? Oh, dude, their bassist is phenomenal. He, dude, he yeah. freaking That's goes true. nuts. Is that his name's How He Moves, or is that no? Are you asking? I'm asking you a legit how question. <laughs> You see how he how moves? He moves. <laughs> how he moves? Like how all right. he moves. All right. uh, on that point, before Doug continues to pick on Doug in here, uh, we're gonna end on this our quick play. segment. Thank you so much for putting up with our bullshit. <laughs> this was our uh, metal segment, and uh, yeah, I'm Kev. Mark. We're Duncan. We're Duncan. <laughs> 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 we're Duncan. <laughs>
This was our special on concept albums. Have a good night. See ya! For you. Thank <laughs> you.